Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Xbox the Box, the number one bi-yearly Xbox podcast. Because <laughs> we've only, the last episode we put up was all the way back in July 4th, 2021. We do apologise for the massive gap in the uh, the delay. Um, we do we, we do enjoy talking about Xbox, but we've, uh, we've had a lot of issues. But um, I'm back here with my good friend Alice. Hello Alice, how are you doing? Yeah, definitely alive after one year. I can tell you that. Just about. <laughs> the the biggest difference with me is that I have more plants in my flat. I've been transitioning from Mac over to Linux, one mm -hmm. Sigma Bank, and I have added anxiety, and it's getting a little bit of a problem. But I'm still stronger than ever. So that's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been suffering from anxiety myself recently, mainly due to work being a, being in a horrible place. So yeah, I definitely <laughs> felt a lot of like work-related like, stress, and it just really ruins me before the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, I'm at the standing desk in a moment, so Ooh. now I can like talk and stand, which is particularly the kind of thing that voice actors do. I, I so love now it. I like talk a bit more fluently, so I hope. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I've got a standard desk in work as well, so that's that's fun. That's good. That's I, I, I didn't know that, but yeah. So we're back to talk about Xbox. It's been a while. As uh, as our first topic is, what have we been doing since episode three, and what has happened in the world of Xbox since episode three? Because this is episode four of the Xbox the Box podcast. Uh, also, I'm on webcam now. If you if you guys realize, I'm on the a Halo ring. Uh, I'm in Halo. Uh, speaking of Halo, that won my game of the year last year. I don't know if that's the same with you, Alice. What was your, what was your uh, game of the year, 2021? Well, I'm afraid that I have forgotten, uh, forgotten so much about the last year that I don't know what really was the game of the year for me. But but I think I would end up like digging into the Xbox's back catalog yeah. and see which one is great. But bear in mind, it's talking about like Psychonauts two, Ooh, that's uh, a good game. Forsify. Well, I only play like Forza Four, but but I think there's some like other games as well. But yeah, I, I just tend to be picky and just don't go into any one of these. Yeah, because I did a video on my game of the year. Uh, my top three was um, Forza Horizon for uh, five, uh, Metroid Dread, and Halo Infinite. Uh, I know Halo Infinite has been a bit controversial because their the roadmap hasn't been the best, and their DLC, no. uh, all the multiplayer and all that hasn't been up to up to everyone's really high standards. I personally really enjoy the multiplayer, and I've played a lot of multiplayer in Halo. Um, Way more than you, actually. You've played more than me, yeah. Actually, you've you've actually finished the second season pass. I I haven't quite yet. I'm taking. Yeah, I, I've also like bought uh, a bunch of stuff on the shop as well, which is probably controversial to people because you know, short W the YouTuber, mm -hmm. um, he just like been reviewing the shop items every week, and yeah. he gives a pass to a lot of them. Oh. That was until the. There's an update the, about two weeks ago where you saw a really nice pack that's got a white gun with gold axes mm. and a warthog. Yeah. And I thought, hmm, it's really interesting. So you bought that. 
But he's got so he's got so complained at by other people that they think as if he should be better off spending his money elsewhere. And that's when he went in the shop, buy all the levels, which is worth about one hundred and twenty quid and got all the way to one hundred, saying, You don't tell me how I spend my money and this is a donation, so yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I just still spend on the Halo Infinite. Like I oh. recently got the Rack Casher, the White Pack, nice. there's I think there's some like other bits as well, but I still like spending on the shop, but now I just like try to be so careful to not spend too much because yeah, like as many others said that it's really bad if you somehow like uh how about it? Uh, it's just really so bad if if you have to like support the free for free if they've been so incompetent. Yeah. I get the people like say, Oh, I don't support the shop but I tend to buy stuff and it's just really good to have those in. But yeah. It just shows a more underlying problem. It's just how much they flip the balance between all this free content. Like you get all this free content in like Halo Five, except more of them are locked behind loot boxes. Mm -hmm. uh, but in Halo Infinite, it's like they shifted the balance towards more paid stuff. Like the Battle Pass used to be one hundred twenty levels, but they reduced it to like one hundred. Yeah. And some of the items there ended up in as store items and I just think this is just a bit scummy they I just can't believe it like they got some of the items there that you have to buy and I just feel cheated for getting the battle pass what the heck yeah the, I, I'm not a huge fan uh, microtransactions are like the, the thing I hate the most in the industry in the, apart from making LFTs which is like the new thing that everyone hates but I, I've never That's been a fan nice. of I've never been a fan of microtransactions they are the bane of my life but then halo is free so i'm like i don't i don't resent them too much but i buy a couple of things i i, I imagine you bought the cat ears because i know you you love the cat ears right oh you mean perfect audio is that what they call it on there yeah that's right <laughs> oh right um, if you see the my webcam i've got cat ears on too yeah it's just that in a moment my Flat is a bit of a mess. Like there's a box there waiting to go outside, and there's a couple of plants I need to move around. And here I am wearing the headset with cat ears on. So <laughs> uh, the the only uh, uh, the only armor I've bought, which wasn't in the battle pass, was is it's kind of a new one. It was like it looks kind of like steampunky, and it's like got like a golden like mohawk basically. It's like blue and gold. It's pretty cool. I, I bought it because um, I had points left over, so I thought, oh, why not? I, I thought it looked cool, so I bought it. Uh, do you mean the Night Witch uh, pack for the Iron Strike or if, Iron Eagle? It, it might be. It's the it's the new it's the new armor you they've have season two. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's like a golden mohawk. Well. Yeah, that's what I got as well, which is the Sky Marshall pack. Yeah, the blue and gold. That's and the one. Yeah. The, aviator hat or some sort yeah that's the only one i've bought because i had but mm -hmm. i had uh, credits run over from my uh, battle pass so i thought why not uh well, before that you bought the samurai blades well. oh i did buy the samurai blades yeah because i'm i'm I, i'm obsessed i'm a weeb i love me some japanese <laughs> i love i love samurai stuff uh i mean i've also since we last spoke i've bought myself a ps5 
and all I've been playing on it is Ghost of Tsushima. So there, there's that. That's the, the correlation there with the, the samurai sword. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much like said. Oh, you're definitely sick with the Xbox. Oh, never mind. I just got a PlayStation Five. Yeah, I only got like the game on it. When there's like lots of other exclusives on it as well, like Horizon. I mean, I have Horizon. I just barely played it. I've, I've, yeah. I've got a big part. I actually have more games on disc for ps5 that i have for my xbox because i'm mainly a digital xbox gamer i mean you were talking telling me earlier about your disc on your xbox playing up your, di- uh, your disc well, drive first of all uh ps5 like i decided to stick with xbox because i don't want to buy so many game consoles compared to the last generation and i even say trying to fit that thing in is it's, less manageable than having to consider getting the dedicated Blu-ray player. It but is. I heard that, that PlayStation Five does the Blu-ray discs more than like the Xbox. I, I don't. That comes from the reviews. I'm not sure about that because I haven't really I haven't watched any films on my PS5, but it, you are right. It is obscene the size of the thing. It is ridiculous how big that console is. Is I have a massive uh, like 4K TV and it's almost as big as the TV. The PS5 is it is ridiculous. I I thought it was big for pictures, but when I actually got it, it blew me away how massive the thing is. Um, but as, as you said yourself, I like I personally prefer the xbox if you put if you said if you said i only had i could only get one console this generation it would be the xbox i prefer the controller yes. game pass is better the, the system looks much nicer uh it's more powerful um i i can you know and i'm a big halo fan as as we were having a massive discussion there uh and the future of xbox really excites me whereas the play, future of playstation i'm not super keen on like there, there. It's funny because PlayStation are moving into live service games, whereas Xbox are moving yes. more into single player games. They kind of swap positions, which is quite funny. Uh, I think they do do actually attract more multiplayer games, of course. Yeah. And especially like they allow free multiplayer games to be played without getting Xbox Gold. Yeah. But but, but it's interesting. Like, um, I was thinking I would end up getting disc games. But ever since I just got into Game Pass and been dipping my finger into lots of different uh, games, being pies, yeah. it's just uh, I ended up like paying more for the Xbox Game Pass than have to spend on like uh, disc games. Yeah. And speaking of which, there's been like more sales. It shows more sales to me. And like, oh, they keep having these things discounted and everything. So I ended up by buying more games and sales as digital yeah. games, especially I've... the Lego games as well, which is I thought, wow, that's. <sighs> I've yeah, bought I so much. Into my disc. I've bought a load of digital games. I bought uh, Resident Evil Four was thirteen quid uh, uh, on uh, Xbox. Uh, well, no, it was it was thirteen pound for Resident Evil Four, Five, and Six, or you could just buy four on its own for fifteen pounds. So I bought Four, Five, and Six for cheaper. Wow. Uh, and I bought Resident <laughs> Evil 2 for £13 as well. And then I went on to the PS5 store and it was like double the price. It was like 40 quid. So I, I'm yeah, I'm glad I got an Xbox. I, I've also bought the, the Tomb Raider trilogy and I bought the Batman trilogy digitally. Uh, the sales are very good on Xbox, I must say. The, the prices are so yes. good. Uh, as, you, as, as we've been saying, I've... 
I'm looking at my pile of PS5 games. I've got about five or six games on disc. Whereas Xbox, I've got like two games on disc, but my library is ridiculous because they're all yes. digital. But my digital library is is ridiculous. My backlog yeah. is obscene. I, <laughs> I just got an external hard drive disc for it as well, so I could put more games on it because it's so you could just get the main one terabyte drive that's inside the Xbox Series X, and, and you'll be surprised like how much it quickly fills up. Especially you have Forza by the Halo Infinite and even the Sky Simulator, which fills up a about a quarter of your drive. Yeah, and it's just getting a bit more ridiculous. Because they've they've just released the Top Gun Maverick DLC for Flight Simulator, and I really want to play it, but I am not willing to download two hundred gigs of of data or however much it is for Flight Sim. Uh, also, you have to go into the game in order to like get. And even like download stuff, it doesn't use the Xbox download manager. Instead, like uses the Flight Simulator's uh, download manager, which you can even like put your Xbox to sleep, which yeah. is a bit inconvenient. But as about the sales, like I got the Xbox games for like two or three quid each, and some of the more recent releases for like twenty quid, which is good. The one game that I just get constantly discounted. Is this X Mankind Divided? And this one like comes on like about between two to five quid. Oh really? And I was just like, well, if you keep discounting it, why don't you just permanently give it a price cut? Because <laughs> I... if you keep discounting it, then then you might as well have to like give it a price cut or even send away for free. I I would. You see, I, I'm actually considering I'll buy that in a minute after the podcast is finished. That sounds like a good sale to me. <laughs> Two to five. That's, I've not gone around to playing that one. I've only played the first DS, um, the first of the reboots DSX. This is the only ones I've played. Um, well, but just be careful though, because this is a full premium price game that has microtransactions in uh, it. Well, maybe and not. And not only that, it is tied to like the save file. So it doesn't carry over to your other save files. Oh. And that's where the microtransactions in it are just pretty much rank. Yeah. But anyway, I just got in on like, the PlayStation 4 when it came out. Yeah. But ever since I sold my PlayStation 4s, I ended up like keeping the games away and not being able to play any of them. And that includes Sonic Forces. Yeah. I mean, we, we just had a Sonic uh, Direct like a couple of days ago. There's a new Sonic Forces coming out, I think, for for mobile, which is like, oof. Um, mm. are you getting are you gonna get Sonic Origins? I'm thinking I might. It's the original Sonic games uh, remastered. I think I may end up like getting Sonic Origins just for the Nintendo Switch because this yeah. is the kind of game that you would definitely take on the move. The Xbox, I think I'm not sure about it, but what's ridiculous about it is that. It has pre-order bonuses, which are not actually useful. Like, yeah. They sell the whole thing. Like, you get Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, as well as, like, um, like what's it called? Um, Sonic CD. You get yeah. all four of these, which are remastered versions. Then you just put them into, like, a £32 package. And now you get a digital deluxe edition, which gives you pre-order bonuses, which are not actually needed for the game. Yeah. And it just seems like they stack more features in and just ruins the Unix approach. 
Or you just want... They just seem to give you as much as they can for the price. And all you need to do is just like... You had, you just want to play the Sonic games. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, so yeah, we, uh, so speaking of buying and selling... Uh, Microsoft have decided to try and buy Activision. That's something that's happened since we've done our last podcast, which is such big news. We should have really done a podcast on it when it happened. Um, and then it just gotten quiet, actually. It's they got quite Activision. recently, yeah. Yeah, they bought Activision. Now it's just all I'm hearing is just those uh, sex assault cases that's coming out of Activision still. And it yeah. just seems as if like Microsoft and Activision are just rolling about in their chairs. Yeah, it's it is a lot of paperwork they got to go through apparently to get this done. Um, mm. I mean, obviously that's horrible, the sexual harassment stuff. But I'm, I'm, as as a gamer, I'm ex- I'm super excited for the back catalogue of Activision games to come onto Game Pass, and I like. Call of Duty, I I don't play Call of Duty anymore, but if it's free on Game Pass, I will probably play it. <laughs> if it's if it's available to me for your Game Pass, I think that'll be a fun game to play with uh, with my friends. So I'm, I'm yeah, I'm excited for I mean it, it, imagine it will happen when they know. got it. Yeah. You never know if that gets announced on like Xbox conference later this year, but who it, knows? It could be. I mean they gotta get all the legal jargon sorted first. Apparently uh Sony still own the legal rights to uh, still have the promotional rights to Call of Duty still, even though the um, Xbox are going to be buying uh, Activision. I'm excited to see what what happens with that. I mean, that was the biggest, probably the biggest news we missed was well, the Activision uh, purchase. Well, the Activision, well, once they get rid of those promotional rights, they end up like spending more into Bungie because you see, Bungie used to work with Microsoft. They then moved over to Activision, yeah. and that's before they went independent. But then they just like bought back by Sony. So <laughs> yeah, it's weird because they were like, "Oh, we want to stay independent. We want to stay independent," and then they've sold to Sony, which is very strange. And it's yes. it's uh, what people were saying is uh, is weird to think that the people who made Halo now belong to Sony, and the people who and, and Xbox own Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. So it's like yeah. they swap places. It's very weird. It's a very strange Toxic thing. Turvy world, actually. Yeah, I mean, it makes but... as ever since uh, I didn't get it at first why they would buy him because of the money. It's like they spent a lot of money on on Bungie and uh, Destiny's still going to be pro- cross platform, but apparently they're invested in lots of live service games and they're using Bungie to like teach people how to do live services. If you're going to do a live service game, then I suppose you live from the best. Uh, Bungie have been probably the best live service game available. I think what, I would I think say. what I'm like most excited about is that um, because the Microsoft buys Activision, they should have access to Battle.net as well, Eesh. which is the the PC front end for like things like Call of Duty, Blizzard games, and everything. It's really a much more reliable service compared to like the Windows uh, front end where. You have an Xbox app, but sometimes it just doesn't work all the time, and yeah. it doesn't like deal with updates to the games well. Sorry, um, and there's many people who are complaining like how it's just not working so well, how yeah. they just can get their PC games working when they could have bought it on Steam. 
Plus, on Steam Deck, you only like stream Xbox games on it so far. That is mm. unless you have to put Windows on the Steam Deck. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think they're just trying to like uh, get people funneled over to their own surfaces. But I just reckon, like, because they bought Activision, they will probably take over Battle.net and it will turn into another Steam. And I think that would be, like, the most practical thing when it comes to, like, Xbox on the PC. I mean, that is... No, sorry, go on, sorry. I was just... I just think... I just think it's usually a positive thing. What I'm also hoping is that they... Microsoft would get to merge, like, Bethesda accounts over to Microsoft because Minecraft used to be, like, Mojang, but they recently have to migrate all the Mojang account holders into using, like, a Microsoft account. And I think that's really good, but then that could be biased because I do like using Xbox and Microsoft account is most useful to me. Yeah, and you can get achievements while playing on Switch and uh, PC, which is like, yes. yay, achievements! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no, but I, and that is a good point. I was I was going to mention that. It's the fact that now Xbox, well, they don't own them yet, but they're going to own Activision, but they also own King and Blizzard. So they're going to be like, they'll have more people working on mobile stuff and more people working on PC stuff. So hopefully their their business will grow better, will grow more. Uh, it'd be, it'd be good for PC gamers to have, uh, I think that they're going to put more money into the PC space because of this. And I feel like we might have a bit more integration between both sets of users and we'll become more, Essentially, the PC Xbox will be like almost like one group of users, whereas PlayStation um, will be its own island on its own somewhere else. You know. I just think like uh, they also have rights to like Overwatch, and I think that's really good. Mm. But I still have a problem where I got all this progression that it's on the PlayStation version and mm. the PC version, and there's currently no way to like sync those purchases between them. Which means no. I can't get them on the Xbox, so I tend to avoid playing Overwatch on the mm. Xbox. That makes sense. But I think it's what's even worse is they, there's Overwatch 2. There's a beta coming out, but it wasn't that impressive, and people claimed it's as if it's, it's a step backwards from the original. Really? And I'm like, oh. hmm, it's not looking too good there. It's just almost as if like you would try like, Valiant, and there's also the Paladins. Yeah. Have you ever tried any of those alternatives to Overwatch? I've played a little bit of Paladins. I wasn't first. Uh, I mean, the only shooter I, I really play is Halo, hence why I'm such a massive Xbox fanboy. Uh, I mean, that is the only shooter I've really got into. But, I mean, as that's a good point, is that we're going to have Overwatch uh, as well on Game Pass, I imagine. And this is like a big coup to get a load of stuff onto Game Pass. Um, I was thinking it would be good if they... Because PlayStation have Final Fantasy fourteen as a giant MOBA on their system, it'd be good if we actually tried to get World of Warcraft on Xbox. That would be a good yes. thing for Xbox to have the biggest MMO on their system. It would be a good way of branching out. Uh, and not only that, you have like Hearthstone. Oh, I love Hearthstone. Hearthstone is one of my uh, I, I love card games, so I would love to play some Hearthstone. Play that on my Just Xbox. Can still <laughs> play it on like PC and the tablets because I think that's the best way to play it on. But I do wonder whether that's going to play well on the Xbox. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, so obviously since July as well, we've had the delay of Starfield and Redfall. 
Um, Redfall, I, I, I think I'm more su- no. I was gonna say I'm more surprised by Redfall, but I'm not really. You know, like Starfield, they had like a, a, a date in 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 pen in permanent. They were like they're very positive they were gonna hit that date. Whereas Redfall it was like it's coming summer, and then we haven't heard anything since. So that's not that surprising, I suppose. But the fact that it was supposed to come out in summer and it's been delayed till next year—that's almost a year delay. Whereas Starfield, it might only be a three or four month delay. You know, I mean. It's worrying. Well, Go on, sorry. Well, my biggest gripe is that there isn't so much gameplay to come out of like uh, Starfield. So I don't know what the Starfields are supposed to be like. Is it like No Man's Sky or some sort? I mean, they've just basically said it's Skyrim in space. So, I mean, I like Skyrim. I like space. I mean, that, that sounds good to me. Uh, probably be so like No Man's Sky. Basically, like space Skyrim. Is it? Yeah. I mean that's what Outer Worlds is. So I mean it kind of be, it sounds like Outer Worlds a little bit. Uh, mm. I'm not 100 percent sure how it's going to work. I think you, you kind of have like six or seven planets probably you can visit and uh, have Skyrim type missions. Um, obviously we haven't seen anything from it. I, I imagine we will see it at the showcase coming up, and we will discuss our predictions for the showcase as well. But yes. I mean, my main concern for for Redfield and Starfield, uh, Red Redfall and Starfield being delayed, is that they were uh, they were Xbox's two big hitters this year. They kind of put both they put all their eggs in that basket, and they've seemed to both be delayed. And then also we had Stalker Two, which has been delayed because of the war in Ukraine. Um, so I mean, Xbox is looking a bit barren this year. I'm really hoping we can. When we get to the when we get to the showcase, I'm hoping there's going to be a, a couple of games they've been saving for a rainy day that they can bring out and hopefully cover the rest of the year. You know, I've, I've been watching the Excuse taking me. snippets from like the PlayStation podcast, and apparently they've been saying that like about like how much they've been releasing sequels and it comes on the Xbox, and they seem to be thinking like, oh, is it going to be Tunic Two? If it is. It's bad. Like, it's just that they don't have any original franchises there. But but then I think that's just the whole case because I think, like, they don't have so many original franchises for all systems. It's just like relying on sequels. And this is the same story with anything else than, like, Xbox. Uh, wouldn't you agree? Uh, I mean, with Xbox, you've got the. Uh, I, th- I think this is from another podcast I listen to called Defining Dukes. They always call it. The burgers, chips and shake, which is Forza, Halo, Gears. Like they have the three pillars of Xbox, and then PlayStation have all this variety. Whereas Xbox, we still got the three pillars, but we still we're trying to get more stuff. But I mean, if you're a fan of Halo, Gears, and Forza, which like I am, then we're happy. We're eating. We're good. But we need a bit more variety, really. Um, well. The PlayStation, on the other hand, they have like God of War, Spider Man, Horizon. Exactly. And even they're going to bring out Gran Turismo 7 uh, over as well, or is it Gran Turismo 8? I think it is Gran Turismo 8. But but yeah, I think they do rely on those Burger Horizon. Yeah. Soda over there as well. Uh, Ghost but of Tsushima as well. But yeah, the, but, but uh, Nintendo is like way worse because you know it's going to have Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon on it. Yeah, I mean the big game this year is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet for the uh, 
than the Nintendo. And Splatoon 3? I mean, Splatoon's a new franchise, but they're already on their third rendition of it. So that's their well, newest franchise. <laughs> well, I'm going to be on, like, Pokemon Fighters. I might be able to get around to it, but it's supposed to have co-op multiplayer in it as well. Yeah. Where you can free for roam around the open world. So when that comes out, it would definitely, like, get me across and, like, catch all the nons. I mean, I'm totally going to be buying. I'm totally going to be playing Pokemon Violet. I think Violet's the one I'm going with as well. Um, I'm really, ex- I'm, I'm excited for it, but it was, it's also because that it, Starfield was meant to be coming out the 11th of November, and now it's been delayed. I, it's like Pokemon takes that spot because it's coming out in November as well. So I, I, well, it makes me a bit more happy that we actually have something to play in November. So yeah, I think they definitely. Like when November comes, we would definitely need to find Cat and Scarlet in this world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, is that everything we've we've really missed since July last year? I mean, I'm trying to think of other stuff. I mean, there was Elder Ring, which came out, and I absolutely adore that game. And spoiler alert: it's probably gonna be my game of the year, 2022. I can't see any game taking it over. It's gonna have to be a very special game for me to not. But how do you? But how do you find it then? Is it like, is it like Dark Souls? It, it... Yeah, it's it's very much like Dark Souls. Well, it's, it's it's basically Dark Souls, but in an open world. It's Dark Souls: Breath of the Wild, basically. Uh, mm. It's got an open world, but it does the. It's it's one of the best open world games I've ever played. It's it's the map is really well designed, and it's like there's but then it's like not like. Go over here and collect twelve plant pots to unlock this thing. Like it's not got all that rubbish, or like o- like over the top like lists of missions to do and like pop ups on your on your mini map and stuff like that. It doesn't have any of that. It's just like, oh, that mountain looks interesting. I'm gonna go over there and see what's up there, and then you get distracted by you see stuff on the way. You know, um, I adore that game. I. I have always liked the Dark Souls games, but I've never finished one. I never finished. Dark- I have. I own Dark Souls one to three, uh, Bloodborne, uh, Demon Souls. Uh, <laughs> I own all of them, but I never completed one until this one. This is the first Souls type game I've completed. Um, I completed like uh, Bloodborne before. Yeah. It was really hard, but it's highly accessible. Yeah. And I think I got a platinum for it, if I remember. Oh correctly. wow. Yeah, I want to get the I want to get the plat on the uh, one thousand gamer score for Elder Elder Ring, but I'm stuck on Melina. Uh, Melina, I think her name's Melina. She is insanely difficult. <laughs> I can't beat her. I was a magic user, so I was doing like Kamehameha's type of things, just like shooting laser beams out of my wand. It was the coolest thing ever. Like I I, I found a spell. I found a build where basically if I, if the enemy stands still for like two or three seconds, I can literally like k- kill him in one shot. It like melts the health bar completely. It's, it's absolutely amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought, I got the, yeah. I got the blood sword that everyone has. Uh, oh, I love that game. I, w- I want to just go back and play it now. Really, uh, and the, the problem is I've beaten it now, so I'm like, I kind of want to play new games, but I'm also tempted to go back to it. I, I don't know. It's, it's. That that's probably the biggest game that's come out since our last pod, our last podcast, and it's, as I said, it's probably gonna be my game of the year. I can't see anything else doing it. Uh, I, I, um, 
Yeah, so I've just been like playing other games too, like I've been playing the Gunk, the Tunic, and I've also like dipped my fingers on Omo and all those like upper indie games that come out of Game Pass. Yeah. But I just been into like Forza Horizon Four because I think it's really nice to go around Scotland instead of like going whichever is at like uh, Mexico. Forza Horizon Five. Yeah. Instead of Mexico, it's Scotland. Oh. Yeah. But I've been spending more time on, like, Halo Infinite, where I was, like, grinding myself through, like, wiki challenges and going yeah. through, like, bits like that and checking the store. <coughs> Excuse me. But now it's just, like, they don't do daily items in the shop and they yeah. change the items there every week. Oh, yeah. And and there's, like, uh, there's weekly challenges there which you can get towards there. But I'm just getting more fatigued like towards the end of season one there's some like really interesting things like a fox coat well armor coating and yeah. a black visor but i just couldn't get around to it because i got so burnt out from like playing the same game like they don't have so much content there yeah. and it just really bothers me then season two comes out last spot in standing really good but it's just like they keep like throwing in things like team snipers and they're gonna have team doubles and yeah. five R five stuff in it and I thought, Wow, that's really interesting but I think it's a little too late because they're supposed to like have it like three months of season two, but they've extended it to like six months. But they're yeah. having to like bring out campaign co op and stuff like that. But I think it's just like they're struggling to give more content to it and we've got like two new maps since the game's launch. I mean, yeah. what the hell? It is, it is frustrating because I am the same as you. I, I completed the first season pass, and then I was like, "Now what?" And I literally just didn't have anything to do. So now that's this is why I'm taking my time with the second one. I didn't want to rush it, but they, they spread the, the season pass so thin. It's very very frustrating. Um, I got so many double XPs that I ended up completing the battle pass so quickly. Yeah. Plus, you get like double experience on like Lucas Leaf bottles. So I had like about four of them, and I got wow. like extra ones. But even so, you have them lying around because you already completed your battle pass. Yeah. And so far, the events are like, oh, complete those challenges to progress them. No need to gain experience on it. So yeah, that's it. So I think it would have been more sensible if, like, if we feel free like to put it back to one hundred and twenty, or even give out rewards with it. Like, cause it's yeah. already proving as if Fortnite has got like more. Uh, better battle passes there, even though you can still level up your battle passes you bought before yeah. but even say so, they just still encourage you to spend more on Halo Infinite and that's a huge problem they should have... but I do have so, yeah sorry no sorry I was, I, I, what I've always thought is that they should have a second like a second progression or like a prestige hmm. or like in Call of Duty you have like prestige where you when you get to max level you can start over like they should have something like that. I don't understand why that's not in there. Like there's like like a second leveling up system. Even if I don't unlock anything, I'm just like, can I just have another? Like I just want yes. something. I just want something to drive me to keep playing. Uh, I get what you mean. And like what I also don't understand is they've only, they've only added two maps. Why don't they add Blood Gulch or like the Pit or like some classic maps? That I'm well, surely that would help. They got well. Apparently they got like uh, ten maps in development. But they only like release two. Yeah. And I think it's just like they have they're allocating more resources to the maps. And for what is supposed to be really simple like events, 
they made them more complicated and it's taking more time for them to deal with it. So I think the real problem is it's just like what they got there is just pretty good, but the management I imagined it kinda suck. Yeah. And you have like top people from like three for three like leaving there. And I feel as if like as if they haven't got around like keeping a good workflow with the project and that's my issue there. Yeah. It's just it's too slow. Everything's just too slow. The progression system is way, way too slow. And they need to work on that. I think they that. should have a Sonic event there. <laughs> yeah. What, what any fans. of that? <laughs> I'll get but Speaking it. of which, uh, I know the prestige days is because you like, you have the level that's attached to your profile. Yeah. But the levels are like attached to the season pass. Yeah, so, which is also frustrating. So I think it's better if you have like crossover passes or event yeah. passes they can buy. Like in Paladins, you, there's a Ruby Pass coming out soon. Yeah. And you get to unlock the four main characters. You can like level up to 30 and you can get like all those uh, special uh, rewards. That's not attached to the Battle Pass, but it's attached to the separate Pass. So I think yeah. it's, this is something that 343 can do because it shows how easily you can switch between uh, Battle Passes there. And focus on the progression at the time. So maybe there's that's an opportunity for free for free to even try. I mean, I hope so. I mean that. I mean that. That is my main thing with Halo is that I just want them just to just do something, make 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 the battle pass a bit better. I, I'm enjoying Halo for what it is. I, it was my game of the year, but I can see why people are frustrated. Um, but yeah, I think I'm like I'm like a lot of Halo players who are like, oh, this thing is a total like dog shit and yeah. it's a huge failure because they haven't even got it off the ground and one of the fewest people in the world who has some kind of hoopium Hope, like, yeah I'm the same way I, I, I really I still like to play it when I get a chance but I'm trying to as I said I'm trying to pace myself because I know it's not gonna la- this, ba- this battle pass is going to be gone as soon as I if I really want to complete it, I could. I'm just taking my time with it, you see. Um, well, the only thing is that when you have to catch up on your battle pass when when the event ends, you yeah. have to buy the recent battle pass in order to unlock all the challenge slots for the other bosses. You yeah, have. that's frustrating. They need to fix that as well. I don't understand why they did that. That's so dumb. Uh, I think they want you to spend money, which is why it's not likely to be fixed. No. They want your money. <coughs> Honestly. How dare they? How dare they? But yeah. Uh, well, anyway, so. Should we move the on? The things that I hope for is that they are looking to, like, uh, they're looking at possibly, like, allowing you to switch parts in the armor kits, like, yeah. they change helmets and stuff like that. I'm still waiting for that, and I was holding off until I can get the armor kits for the Halo Championship series. But now yeah. they just, like, ceased to come and they replaced all with Warlocks and guns. So I'm a bit gutted about that. Yeah, I don't see that. They should like have her in the update where you you should like swap armor update. Uh, armor Sorry, did like between all armors. Yeah. And I think it's really good to like have cross core system where everything you can get from Mark Seven you can fit retroactively fit it on like Akasha or even the Samway armor as well. So I yeah. think that is really good. Yeah, that's something they need to work so, on definitely. There's also like. There's definitely some rumours that Creative Assembly is interested to work with Halo Infinite. 
So yeah. they've gone in to do like a battle royal, and yeah. there's leaks to suggest they are definitely fun to release that. That was one of my then, predictions coming up in a minute. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the uh, Halo battle royal that is a thing that must be rumored. Hopefully, we'll see but, that sooner rather than later. But what I do have the main thing that I hope they will improve Halo Infinite, which people are hoping that season three is when. That it definitely tells you that Halo is not no longer in a beta and hopefully brings some new content, of course. Yeah. Because there's some like rumors like Mark's, Mark 6 uh, armor coming over. But yeah. They're going to like have Forge coming over later this year and they're just going to have some like custom maps. And that's when Halo Infinite is going to get better because I hope so, the yeah. main problem of the game is that it's a definite lack of maps. When they have Forge maps in, it just adds more variety, just like what it did for like Halo Reach and Halo 5. Exactly. So, so I just feel that once they've thrown in the Forge mode, Halo Infinite will start to get better. Yeah, and hopefully, as I said, hopefully they bring back some classic maps. I would love, a, as I said, Blood Gulch or The Pit or something like that. Any of those type maps I would love to see again. Um, yes. So... We 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 get we're running out of time really, so we really should start moving on to the topic of the show, which is our e three predictions. E <laughs> three non e three game summer game fest predictions. E3? Yeah, e three's dead. So, uh, I'm now I'm now I'm now in Minecraft. By the way, I've just changed my background because why not? So now I'm inside Minecraft, and we are going to do our predictions. Ooh. Be careful the frogs be coming behind you because of the new wild update. Yeah, uh, that which came out on my birthday, which is like, thank you, that's a nice present for you, from you, my Mojan. I appreciate that. Uh, and that was yesterday. So yeah. Happy birthday, you. Thank you. Thirty-three years young. Thirty-three? Uh, you mean thirty-four? No, I'm thirty-three. <laughs> Just... Oh, you said to me it's like thirty. Oh no, it's thirty-three. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so I'm the. In four months, I will be a third of a century old. Ooh, mm. uh, that that makes me feel old. <laughs> but the best way to like not make the time go faster, just learn new things, and the time gets slower. Yeah. that's the big tip. <laughs> time goes slower when you're just complete when you're just focused in on these press conferences because this Xbox professor showcase I've been. If all that's all I've been thinking about for the last month, it's like, come on, hurry up! I want to see what what you've got. Show me what you've got. Um, <laughs> so what we're gonna do? We're gonna do uh, five predictions each. Uh, we're gonna start off with safe predictions. Then we're gonna do possible predictions. Then crazy, very crazy predictions. Just to, I don't know how how do you want to do it? Do you want to do two? Two safe ones, two crazy, and one like possible. Or do you want to do? What, what do you think? What do you think? Let's get on with it, cause already like got it from like the safest all the way to the craziest. Ah, right, well that's good. Okay, so do you want to go first? I, and you're probably gonna find it annoying because that's related to what I spoke recently. Okay, no, it's fine. <laughs> uh... Uh, it's it's uh, free cosmetic content for Halo Infinite. Okay. Well, so that yeah. you think the so you think in the showcase they're gonna go 
if you're a what, what a Game Pass member or Xbox Gold or well, just in, it's free in general. They'll just go download this costume, this armor set for Halo for watching the conference. Is that what you're thinking, or are you thinking it's more gen- well, general? When than you that? when you like log in next time, you get something like that. That because I think like when Xbox conferences, they usually announce like free things. Yeah. Also that. They've been giving out like free items, and I'm not just talking about Lucasate because they got stances, armor coatings, and stuff for like watching the Halo Championship series on Twitch. Oh, okay. Make your Twitch account, and you can like get Halo uh, stuff with it. But I hope it's not yeah. the case for like E3 because that that yeah. would be extra annoying. And I just hope like like you know like where you get pride icons, yeah, mental health icons, stuff like that. And even the heritage ones. Yeah. I think they would announce something similar that if you log in just oh, yeah. after the conference ends, you can get free stuff. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, it would be, um, like the, on Game Pass, you can get free, like, there's like usually a free uh, color, like a green icon for either the mongoose or a gun or something. And then it's, you can also get a, a, a free trade pass and you also get a double xp as well every month i think they do that so it'd be good if they do something like that as well the consumables are probably better because i'm getting really sick of like green stuff that comes out of it and i wanted something a bit different yeah xbox is green we gotta know about it that's like that's the whole thing (laughs) (laughs) um no i think this is a good prediction do you think i mean i like the idea of also uh, they like to shadow drop stuff. That's like a big thing with uh, Game Fest and E3 and stuff, isn't it? So it might be like, and it's available now! And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I love that stuff. So, yeah, I think that's a pretty good... I mean, it's pretty safe. I, 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 we're saying about safe predictions. I think that's pretty safe. Um, I never thought of it until you just said it. But I think you, you, I think that does sound safe to me. Um, I mean... Yep. Hmm. I mean, is there anything else you would? Uh, do you think there's anything specific they're gonna do with the armor? Like, is it gonna be like Starfield related or something? Like to to tie it to the conference or something like that, or whatever probably their like, big game is. Probably like uh, ketchup and mustard, like E three, or even make it like green, like the bat, the game pass freebies. It's yeah. not gonna be too exciting really, because no. if you look at the 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 free armor you can get at the start of the game it's like blue red and white yeah and you can like definitely see that on like most of the players in the game yeah no i get that yeah so it's gonna probably be a big super basic it might even just be an emblem or something right in it but no i think that's i think that's a safe bet if you like if you log in now you can get this cool outfit i think that'd be sweet what i would love to see is more like xbox like cross Cross, like crossovers I would love it if they just go if you sign in today you get Doom Guy as an outfit for Halo I'd be like hell yeah <laughs> like, I like that kind of stuff but they never they don't, they don't seem to do that that much lately which is there's something yeah. they need to work on I think um, yeah I think that's a good first prediction uh, was there anything else you want to say about that or should I say my first prediction Go ahead. So the first, my first prediction, and it's probably the safest of the safe, is we're going to probably see Project Pentiment. Uh, t- uh, j- uh, soy, uh, 
John, I think it's John Sawyer from Obsidian has been teasing it, saying he's going to show his new game. We all, and it's supposed to be a murder mystery, non-combat RPG set in the Middle Ages, which is similar to Disco Elysium. Uh, it's made by a small team in Obsidian of about 18 people. Uh, but he, he keeps tweeting out stuff like, I'm just, uh, like, you go, like, the Xbox conference is coming up and he's just like, I'm just here painting my nails and stuff like that. Or like, uh, I'll be there or something like that. Like just teasing the fact that he will be there showing off his new game. So I think Project Pentiment is something we're going to see. Is it a 2022 game? That's the big question. Um, I hope so. It'd be good if we actually had some games coming out this year. Uh, it does feel a bit like a wasteland at the moment. There's nothing, there's nothing on the horizon until 2023. Yeah, that, so that kind of sounds like a university project. Like, like you just have like games that are either sequels yeah. or some like really safe original franchise starts. Yeah. And for what you're describing there, it just kind of sounds as if like students come in, we have to innovate, throw some ideas together, and you've got a murder mystery set in the medieval ages. And it's just like, yeah, that that definitely sounds as if like we went to Newport, we yeah. have to make something for Xbox, and oh. There we go. We just throw this all these. That is there true. And see if you can make it in like Panda 3D engine. That is true. Because uh, I mean, if people don't know, we, me, uh, me and Alex both went to the University of Newport and did uh, games design. Um, so yeah, I mean, well, you are right. It just remind me of doing a games design course. It's like literally. There's like three or four of us in a group of like, well, what, what do you want to make? And then I'll be like, say something like, I want to make a platformer game because that's what I like to make. And then the, someone will go, I want to make a Middle Ages RPG with no combat. And it's also a murder mystery. I'm like, okay, mate, cool. Uh, all right, I then. <laughs> I think this will delight one of the lecturers there because I think he has like daughters and, and he originally had a pink lesson there where he, the games are you should make games that doesn't have combat in in order to attract the female uh, population, and I okay. was like, hmm, maybe it's possible to have a game that doesn't have any combat in, but but uh, I think the thing is, video games like lots of combat, lots of competition, lots of conflict. Yeah. When you realise that the female population do actually like those kind of games, yeah, it's just like it's just how they perceive them, thinking as if it's just for boys when. Obviously, this is a bit preposterous because I think these games are like for everyone. Yeah. Like, we like games that has cute stuff and it still has combat in. I mean, so, I enjoy Animal Crossing and I also enjoy Doom. So, I mean, I, I don't like, I, I, can, I can like games without combat and with combat. Uh, and I've got, my, all my cousins are female and they all like all types of games as well violent games, non violent games, you know, Grand Theft Auto or. Uh, the Sims, you know, is I, I think that's a bit of a generalization saying that, but I do yes, feel I do right. feel like combat having a non-combat game does appeal to some people because I quite like having a chill game as well. I I like to play everything like and stuff like I there's sometimes I want to play Halo and go around shooting people and then I'll be like, oh, you know what, I'm just gonna fly around and flight simulator and do nothing for like two hours just fly over cardiff and just have a little look away <laughs> have a look it's at a the... really good it's really good experience on the xbox yeah it's just like uh you just do anything there's not like goals in mind or anything like that but i think the real trouble is it's just like 
it's not easy for you to like save because you're expected to save into a file. Yeah. Like it just like and then you load it up and something you get messed up when you left off. And it's like this is not a this is not on a fucking PC. This is on an Xbox. Yeah, I mean, it's very impressive for Xbox, uh, honestly. Um, yes. I mean, Project Pentiment, I mean, I feel like we are going to see it. As as I said, the big the big question is, is it this year or is it next year? And it sounds like such an odd concept for a game. As you said, it does sound like a university game. A game. Yes. <laughs> it, it's very odd. But I'm, I'm intrigued. I'll definitely give it a try. I mean, if it's, it's going to be on Game Pass, so why not? You know, give it a shot. Hey. Um, what's your second prediction, Alice? Forza Motorsport 8. Yeah, I w- that's on my list of a safe word as well. I was going to say that, but oh, I thought really? I'd change it. <laughs> yeah, that was my number one safe. That's the safest prediction we got. Uh, I think that I mean, that's the big game for this Christmas, I think. Uh, after yeah. uh, Starfield's been delayed, I think that's the safest bet we could possibly come up with. Um, because uh, while Forza 4 and 5 are on store for you to download, the latest game, Forza Motorsport 7, is no longer available to buy as digital on a store. Oh, so they that. must be racking up this game with better graphics and something to compete with Gran Turismo 8. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think Falls Horizon Five is better than Gran Turismo Eight. So, but uh, the new Forza, it looks really. Uh, from what we saw briefly a couple of years back, it looked interesting, and it's going to be next gen only or current gen only, which is good. So we're just going to be pushing the power of the series. Um, I, I think it's about time we let go of the Xbox One generation now and start pushing the these systems and see what we mm. can get out of them. Uh, the, the, the racing games are always a really good way of showcasing how powerful a console is. Uh, mm. I'm excited for it. Uh, it, it I, I really enjoyed Forza Horizon Five. Uh, motorsports always a bit different because you've got like it's not an open world. It's just you have track racing and you unlock cars and stuff differently. But uh, Forza Horizon Five was such a good game. I'm worried that this one's not going to be as good. I don't think it, it's it's a very high yeah. bar to reach because Forza Horizon Five was so good. It's probably my favorite racing game ever, or or one of you know. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that is a safe bet. <laughs> safe bet. I think that's the most likely thing we're going to see. If we don't see it, I'll be shocked. Is I'll be more shocked if we don't see it than if we do see it. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think? Are you excited for Forza or? Well, I'm a bit out of the loop with this one. I'm trying to get on well with Forza Horizon 4, but yeah. but I think when it comes to Forza Motorsport, they got to round me as much as they round me with Forza Motorsport 5 on like Xbox One when I went to the event at Eurogamer Expo in 2013. All oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I played it before the Xbox came out as well. I I went to a game a game event and played it. And it was really good. They were all it was all about, uh, you know, PlayStation are all about the adaptive triggers now when they like get stuck and stuff. Uh, it was like, oh, the Xbox would have rumbles in the triggers, and you'll be able to feel all the rumble from the track. I'm like, cool, I guess. And now I never even think about that anymore. It's like I forgot. I almost forgot that was a thing. <laughs> But that was a big thing with Forza Motorsport 5, was they talking about having rumble in the triggers. Uh, I don't even know if they still do that. It, yeah, it's... Uh, 
was a big thing. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about with Forza, or should I move on to my second prediction? Second prediction. Yeah, we'll go with... Uh, let's have a fun one. We'll go with the Gears Collection. We'll go with Gears Collection. So the Marcus Phoenix Collection is rumoured. Uh, it would be the first time that Gears 2 and 3 are called to a PC, because there's still a lot available on PC, and it would hopefully be a good showcase for a real Legend 5. Uh, I'm excited for it. I would love to replay some of the old uh, Gears of War games and play some mm. of the old multiplayer maps. Uh, would you be excited for this, or do you, or do you think, what's the point, because they're already on Xbox and they're already remastered? I think it would make sense because I think it would be fair. Like, there's Master Chief Collection there, it's got all the games and it's been still been updated. Yeah. So, if they were to release something like that for the Gears of War, I think it just makes much sense. Besides, yeah. we've got Gears 5 through Xbox uh, Gold promotion. Yeah. And I played about an hour's worth of game on it, so I think it's not particularly that special to me. So. Yeah. But I think it's really interesting for anyone who like gets to re-experience Gears and how it goes from me. But I think I still remember that the Gears of War has like a lot of like people who fuss on so much, especially when they end up on the locust sides and they like, yeah. oh, I want to join up with the Gears and not like the locusts. I don't know how that's going to change when they get remastered with some graphics. But if they get remastered in like Unreal Engine Five, yeah. now that will be something because we definitely need like Unreal Engine Five uh, stuff. Yeah, I mean, I was just talking about how Forza is a showcase for graphics on the Xbox or on consoles. Uh, I feel like Gears of War is that as well. The, the the original Gears of War was the reason I bought an Xbox 360 because I was like, this is the best looking game in the history of the world and nothing will ever look better than this. When it first came out, it completely blew my mind when it first came out graphically in Gears 1. And it still holds up as well. It was the reason mm. I bought a HDTV. It was the reason I bought an Xbox. Um, so a remastered version of that, I think it'd be pretty sweet, especially if they completely push... The series X and X to their max, and we get mm. like like 120 frames, 4K ray tracing, uh, you know, the, all the bells and whistles, and also the, there's no multiplayer for Halo, uh, for Halo, for Gears of War anymore for the original games. All the all the servers are closed, so if we can get the original Gears games back to play on, online, I'd be totally down with that. Play some Gears two and, and three. And not only that, like, if it's going to be anything like the Master Chief Collection, then you get to play on all of those maps, so, and have all the characters there, because you can see that the Gears of War are more synchronous with all the graphics there. So, I won't be surprised if they somehow, like, remaster the entire games, and then have all the maps, like, share the same kind of graphics, and you can play as different characters from the Crosser series. Now, that would be something. I'd be down for that. I would love that. But I'm always the cold train. That's 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 me. I'm always the cold train. Woo, cold train, baby. Cold train's my favorite character. He's so good. I always I've always picked cold train every time. Uh, my friend's Smash Fiend or or D, you know as Dean. He, he always picks Carmine. But we always have like the one character we pick all the time with him. Oh, Gears of War. <laughs> uh, we we both hate Bear. Hate Bear. He's a whiny. Whitey Baird. We're not a huge fan of Baird. Um, 
a lot of people like Baird though so if you if you like Baird don't take it personally I just we don't personally like him that much mm. um, but I would love to just go for the original trilogy though because the the, the sto- like yeah story it's like it's macho men chainsawing like aliens but there is some story to it and it is you know, it has, like, there's so many cool set pieces in it, so I would love to replay some of that stuff in, like, remastered 4K ray tracing But the goodness. Locusts are not already aliens. They actually came from hell, like, literally underneath the the planet's crust. Yeah, yeah. So not technically from hell, but kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah, they've, <laughs> they've always been here. They're not actually, yeah. And we brought them to the surface by putting a mul- is it emulsion or something? I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, spoilers, guys, for the original trilogy of uh, Gears, because you don't find that out until like, the third one, I think, if I remember correctly. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, my next prediction. That was my second prediction, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be your third prediction now. What would you... Uh, so we, I, I think we've done the safe ones now, really, haven't we? Are we, we going to go with something that could happen, maybe happen. Yes. We're going to go with possibles now. So what is a possible uh, prediction from you? A new Doom game. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, new Doom. I I don't know if I should tell you... You know, Go on, I, I, I was going to say a new Quake game, Quake Reboot, so which is kind of the same thing. We, like, So we think maybe something new from it, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean a new... Whoa. I would say that there should be a second sequel to the 2016 Doom game because the original Doom is brilliant. Yeah. The second one, they like added more gameplay features, and I thought the single player is good, but it's just not so accessible. Like, you have to sign up for the Bethesda account to play it, so you have to go online to bypass that. And you can play the single player, but you can't really play the multiplayer unless you sign up to that. And not only that, it's just like, it's just so involved. Like, they have so many features and they have a lot of nostalgia. But yeah. I think they're just trying to, like, try to make it as epic as it can be. But when, obviously, it's just like, it's not really that as fun as simple as the 2006 Doom game. So I wondered if, like, uh, ID would end up learning from this and yeah. create a new Doom game. I mean- take some advantage of Xbox X. Series X. I'd like to say though. Something that is just as fun as Halo Two. Sorry, the Doom Two Thousand Sixteen. See, I prefer Eternal to Two Thousand Sixteen. To be honest, I think it's more quick. I like I like the speed and I like the designs of the enemies and stuff more in in the new one. But I mean, they did say they're probably going to make a trilogy of Doom games. So I mean, like that is likely. Mm. I mean, I did, but I have heard a rumor that they're rebooting Quake as well. So maybe there's two. They got two teams. Maybe I don't know. Mm. Uh, but also yeah, Quake is the... very similar to Doom they're both killing demons so yeah. uh, I mean in more, it would have to look more like I don't know like um, like Bloodborne kind of art style it'd be a bit more like what Lovecraftian I would imagine if it, if they did reboot it, Quake uh, well they did have like re-releases of like Quake for Xbox Game Pass yeah and they also did like Quake Champions which didn't fly off the ground but bear in mind that the Doom Eternal is also much harder than the original. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think both. I think the Doom re- reboot has been really good, though. Uh, I could see him making a new Doom game. I could also see him making a new Quake game. 
Um, hence why my prediction was Quake. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, it might be a bit soon because they've only just released the DLC for Eternal, haven't they? Like about a year ago. Mm. Uh, yes. um, so it might be a bit soon, but then they might just go Doom Free and then like have that like a, like a splash trailer like they did with Metro Prime 4 and just be yeah. like a logo. <laughs> And you'll be like, oh, I'm, <coughs> yeah, I'll lose my mind, and then nothing will. Then we won't see anything for four years. That, <laughs> if you if you guys don't get the reference, is the fact that one of my first reactions was Metro Prime Four reveal, and I lost my mind, and we still haven't seen any of it. <laughs> still not out. Oh, the Nintendo, the, you're so Bayonetta, mean. Yeah, the Bayonetta Three is like announced around that time. And yeah. they recently had a gameplay trailer for it, like not so long ago. Yeah. So maybe the Metroid Prime Four might still come. It just depends on how Nintendo's yeah. doing with things there. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's not uh, Xbox prediction, but I would love to see Metroid Prime Four this year. That'd be pretty sick. Uh, mm. I, w- I don't think it would come out this year, but I'd love to see like some gameplay. Uh, so I mean, that's both up. So I mean. You think it's a new Doom, I think it's a new Quake. Either way, I think we might see something from it, or we might not. I don't know. Um, so I guess we'll ask both our third predictions, so should we jump on to your fourth prediction? Which would be pretty crazy or possible, maybe. Yes. <laughs> Minecraft way tracing update. I was going to say that earlier. Uh, that's a good one. Yes, Minecraft. Because we were talking about Minecraft. Minecraft ray tra- Where is that? Like, they had that before the Xbox Series X even came out. They were, like, showing it off. I thought it would be a launch title. I thought it would be, like, a launch update to the Xbox Series X. Still not here. that's what I thought as well. Like, I thought there's a ray tracing update coming out just to show how powerful the Xbox Series X is. But, I mean, they literally got it running on, like, DirectX. They show all the cool stuff with it. But what we ended up with is just something that comes over to minecraft on the pc that works with nvidia yeah and and it's been out for like over the years so i thought that's ridiculous yeah where is that interesting thing is that like on minecraft on the beta versions of it if you go into the settings and you turn on ray tracing like even on the xbox yeah then you can definitely see like the early version of the ray tracing happening on the xbox that's good and that's something tells me that yeah, I think this is definitely going to come sooner than later. It just depends if the UK side of the main chain is going to like finish it off. I hope so. I'm really, yeah, I'm frustrated that that hasn't happened yet. That is one of my, I was something I was thinking about earlier. Um, yeah, give me some, give me some ray tracing. Let's have mm. some, some because lovely it just visuals. Looks really, it does look really good on the PC. If you have a rtx card but the problem yeah. is that these cards are inflated in price because yeah. of all that scalping happening yeah and, and also probably parts or just because of the uh war in ukraine as well i imagine uh, and covid living and COVID. yeah and covid yeah i mean i'm totally f- i want that yes let's go to microsoft and force them to, to ray trace in our game why are you not putting ray tracing in? God damn it! <laughs> Even better. Why not put ray tracing on the original Xbox games as well? Yeah, why not? Why not? Let's just put ray tracing on everything. But I mean, like, the Series X can handle it. I don't understand why they haven't added it to 
Minecraft yet. You're right. That, that's the prediction that that should happen. I have my doubts though, but it should. As you said, it, it was it was shown at the launch of the Xbox, and they still haven't done it yet. Which is like, come on now. Mm. Sad face. Uh, <laughs> uh, should I move on to my fourth prediction? Okay, ooh, I got a couple of them. I don't know which one. To... I'm gonna go with a pretty crazy one, which could happen. I'm gonna say Hellblade Two is a 2022 game. It's gonna be a big holiday title for us because we've seen gameplay for it. We've seen they have they've had two. We uh, had the gameplay of of uh, Sinua running through a cave from a giant baby man thing that was on fire. Um, they, we had the game, big gameplay for him. Basically, that was. The Game Awards last year, so where is it? I mean, if we see gameplay for it, surely it's going to be closer to development than some other games. Like Fable, we haven't I, seen anything. I haven't actually played much of Hellblade. No. But I think for what I see, Hellblade 2 is actually looking pretty interesting it, in terms of graphics. It looks incredible. It's one of the best looking games I've ever seen. Um,. And it's a real five again. We were talking about a real five earlier, and it's got ray tracing, and it's got all the bells and whistles. Um, yeah, I feel like it's further on development than a lot of games. Like Fable, we all we've seen is a CGI trailer. Um, and there's some games in which we know are far out, like uh, Perfect Dark. That's we've already seen a CGI trailer for that as well. I feel like he- Hellblade Two is closer to development than we think. I think it's either, I think it's going to be. I'm hoping it's a twenty two eighty two game. But if not, I think it might even be a uh, it might be a quarter one, uh, twenty three three game, maybe a January February game. I think it's closer than people think. I think it's coming out before the XD three, so I would say within a year this year, from a year today, it'll be out. I think mm-hmm. that's my prediction. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, that that was coming. We're down to the final. Crazy prediction. Let's get crazy. Alice, what is your uh, crazy prediction? It's GoldenEye remake. Woo! That's not that crazy at all. I actually think that would be that's uh, it's been leaked quite a lot. I think we actually might be getting yes. that. So the recent article is said that some of the staff at Where have unlocked achievements for yep. GoldenEye remaster. So that looks like it's, it might happen. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hoping that comes out this year. That'd be a really fun game to play. Don't know how long we're gonna play it for. I have a feeling that I might play it for like an hour and then never play it again. But yeah. it'd be fun. Uh, we maybe I'm did to be an odd job. <laughs> well, bear in mind that where we play is just came out like about seven years ago and. You have lots of games, and one yeah. of them you can like play Perfect Dark as well as like Banjo yeah. Kazooie. Yeah, you can put, yeah, that is true. Uh, so they have all the original rare games. I think the only reason the the uh, Golden Eyes took so long is because of legal reasons. Uh, yeah, licensing. Licensing, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm down for that. Bring it back. Bring back Golden Eye. I don't think it's that crazy of a prediction. Actually, I think that might actually happen. Um, and Simmers are like, what? Why is Golden Eye special? It just came out in nineteen ninety five, even yeah. before they were born. <laughs> Golden Eye. I mean, if people, if you've never played Golden Eye, it was 
the first real console shooter. I think Halo was the first one to bring in the dual sticks, which is like, you know, normal shooter stuff now, but GoldenEye was the first proper, like, shooter on a console that had, like, multiplayer and stuff. Uh, it wasn't online, it was all local, so people would always have, like, cardboard boxes on the head to try and, like, stop people from screen cheating. It's like, you're screen cheating! It's like, no, I'm not screen cheating. I'm not looking at your screen. What do you mean? <laughs> Uh, but it was the original shooter. Uh, if you play it now, the controls are so wonky. I'm hoping that they got modern controls for it. Um, mm. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun, though. When it comes out, as I said, I'll be old job because everyone hates old job because he's short, mm. so he's, he, he, uh, he, he's the hardest one to shoot. <laughs> he's I the most small hitbox. I've played that far already. But I think I heard that the last level was an absolute pain in the arse. Yeah. It was in multiplayer, because you pick a a James Bond character for the multiplayer. Our job is... Everyone is like bans our job in tournaments and stuff, because he's too short. So he's (laughs) he's hard to hit. So I was, think he's got a bit of a short shelf life. So, okay... uh, so yeah, I mean that that that's your crazy prediction. Should I move on to my final prediction? Yep. So on the PlayStation podcast I was on this week, I m- mentioned the the Series P handheld console Xbox is something I would like to see. So I'm not going to say that again because you know I've already I've already done that one. So I'm going to do something different for this one. Let's go with we're going to go with Fallout New Vegas two. Why not? Obsidian is now part of Xbox. Uh, they made Fallout New Vegas, which is every, a lot of people's favorite Fallout game. Uh, Obs- uh, Bethesda are like, we're making Starfield, and in five years' time, we're going to make Elder Scrolls, and in five years' time after that, we're going to make Fallout. Like It's like, okay, so what? We're going to wait ten years for a new Fallout game? Like, come on now. Like, I feel like we need to have a New Vegas too. And if not New Vegas 2, maybe they send it to In Exile, because they used to make Fall... Uh, they're like the, the starter team of Fallout, and they make their own version of Fallout. Fallout New London? I don't know. What would you... I think we... I mean, essentially, I think we might see a new Fallout game this year. It might be... It, yeah. It might not... It's probably not going to come out this year, but we might see a new Fallout, because, as I said, Bethesda are leaving it on the shelf for like... Te- and they're going to leave it on the shelf for another 10 years before we get an official fall, uh, Fallout 5. So I think we might get a spin-off New Vegas to New London, New... I don't know. New, new, new California, New... I'm trying to come up with... Uh, How about Fallout uh, New Whatever? <laughs> new New Whatever. Whole <laughs> New... And also a rumoured one is... Uh, they also rumoured that they might be doing a Fallout remaster collection. Uh, similar to the Gears of War collection, which would be pretty sweet if they did a remaster of Halo, uh, Fallout Three, and New Vegas, and it would be pretty nice. But yeah, I would like to just see a new Fallout, just because it's a good series. It's probably one of the biggest IPs that Xbox owns now, and we don't want to just leave it on the shelf to die. Surely we we've got to have someone develop some develop a Fallout. Like, Mind you that uh, Fallout New Vegas is actually a popular game with trans people as well, so I think it will be really welcomed if the New Vegas 2 would be announced. Yeah, 
I mean, there, there's rumours that they've... Uh, there's talks in Obsidian that they're going to make a Fallout New Vegas 2. Uh, they've like they've put in talks to do it, but obviously, if that's the case, they only it hadn't even started development yet. So, and uh, Obsidian, yes. the, only, the only issue we have is Obsidian is making a vowed, and then they we know they're making uh, Pentiment and they're making Outer Worlds 2, uh, and they're working on Grounded. So, they've got four games in development at the moment, and they're really gonna have time nice. to make a Fallout game as well. That's why I was saying in Excel as well would be a good choice. I think there's like really too much on the table, so it's not likely to happen. And besides, I haven't even played Fallout New Vegas, so I just yeah. don't really see if there's ever going to be a sequel to it. But I don't know. It's just um, I was it was actually more popular than I anticipated to be. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of people's favorite uh, Fallout game is Fallout New Vegas. I I didn't realize at the time. Uh, and also, I feel like Fallout seventy six is is even though they fixed it now and it's it got it working, it does feel like that is a it's like a tainted product. They need to bring out a single player Fallout to kind of fix it, you know, like trying to, to get people more more interested in the franchise again, you know. From what I've seen, it's pretty much dog shit. Yeah, I haven't played it to be honest. But I've heard, it's, I've, heard it, I've heard it's junk shit. So, like, I think they fixed a lot of it. But then, like, Cyberpunk's the same thing. They like, oh, we, we fixed it now. It's like, well, it's too late now. Should have released it when it was when it was working. You should re- like release a broken game and then fix it a year later. Is it still? Is it still like fifty percent off it? Uh, Cyberpunk. I'm not sure. Because I think they should like discount it by seventy five percent, and then we can play. Yeah, <laughs> that is a bit cynical for me to say that. No, but no, you're right because it was broken when it released. They should release if you're going to release a game, you should release it when it's not broken. Uh, like as much as Starfield and Redfall being delayed is disappointing, I'm glad it, they're delaying it if it's not ready. I rather them delay it than release a game that's broken. You know, mm. so I mean that, that there is that, and you know I'm hoping that we that we're going to get some games this year. Uh, I mean, it's looking like a barren year this year. I mean, on on PS Five, there's only God of War, and I don't, I doubt that's coming out this year. I have a feeling that's going to get delayed. Um, yeah, and there's nothing for the Xbox at the moment. But after the showcase, hopefully, we'll have some stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, so that's all our predictions. Uh, do you have any like little predictions that you would hope to see, like, like now, like our official predictions are done? Any like throwaway ones? Uh, I think I have one prediction though. Yeah, go go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Ruby stuff. Ah, uh, you said that last year. I think I, I was worried this year was going to be the same as our last year's predictions, where I said all the same stuff. So I think I said Fallout New Vegas too last year. Yeah, and the portable console. <laughs> and you said Ruby. You never know. <laughs> Probably, like, there's a skin for Katana known as Salem in, like, Halo. Oh, wait a minute, that's Paladins. Sorry, Salem for, like, Saras. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, maybe we might see Wolfenstein 3 or Indiana... Because there's two teams in Machine Games. One of them's making Indiana Jones, and I feel like Wolfenstein's been in development for a while. Maybe we'll see Banjo 3E, because that's been teased as well. Everyone's there's a load of people conspiracy theories because uh, 
Phil Spencer's been playing Banjo Kazooie on his Xbox, so they're all everyone's like, "Oh my god, there must be a new Banjo game because Phil Spencer's playing Banjo." It's like, okay, that's a bit of might... a leap, mate, but okay. <laughs> well, how about it'll be Banjo Kazooie Bad Fur Day? Oh man, if conquer the like, crossover synergy, no, like Bad Fur Day version of like Banjo Kazooie, where Banjo talks and drinks and stuff where Kazooie's just like really proper pissed about this bear and just think just try to like get his like try to sort sort of with some paperwork try to get them with each other and try to buy the house yeah like proper adult issues <laughs> that'd be funny I made like a big list of, of fake uh, a fake I made a fake leak which was as a joke and some people actually believed it and I was like I had um Halo Kart. I would totally play Halo Kart if that was a real thing. Wait, people actually believed in this shit? Some people believed it, yeah. I had a list. I started oh the my God. I started the list off with normal stuff like Forza, Gears of War Collection, and then it got towards the bottom and I was like, handheld Xbox, Halo Kart, uh, Forza Wars, <laughs> Crackdown 3 Remastered, because like Crackdown 3 is infamously probably the worst Xbox game ever. So Crackdown 3 Remastered, I thought that was funny. I remember we choked, that made me laugh. Uh, what else was there? A Mandalorian oh, game, which is also possible. Yeah, but uh, have you ever felt so proud that you've done a bit of fake news on the net? <laughs> yeah, I well, I made the fake. Uh, I said my. My uncle works for Xbox, and I made the fakest looking document ever. And I even put at the top, "Don't share illegal or like your <laughs> like don't share. Uh, this should not be shared to the public or whatever." At the top in brackets, and like made it. Yeah, I made the fakest really... looking thing ever, and people believed it. It was hilarious. Well, it should be only shared by the beak of the eagle, <laughs> so it's delivered by the eagle. <laughs> I'll have to show you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I might actually, if I edit, yeah, I'll probably put it in this, uh, I'll put this at the end of the, of the video, I'll show you guys. But yeah, um, I mean, that's it with the predictions, I guess, unless you had anything else you wanted to say. Yeah, I think, I think we've just been through a hell lot. Yeah. So, I think, I think we've just pretty much covered it up, but I just hope, like, we can, like, do more podcast episodes. I would love to do more. For them to, like, support you all. I think you were considering like one in the Patreon soon. So possibly how's that getting on? Uh, I mean, we're not quite there yet. I want to try and get. My goal is to hit five thousand subscribers by the end of the year. So if you guys want to subscribe, comment, like, subscribe, that'd be great. I've been stuck around the four four and a half thousand subscriber mark for about three or four years now. We've just stopped growing, and I don't know why. So if uh, if you guys want to subscribe and share it with your friends, tell your grandma. And your uh, your cousin or your second cousin about the podcast, you know, just, just let people know and like get them on board. Uh, that that's well, uh, and then maybe do a Patreon at some point. Like, well, it's got like four point sixty four thousand subscribers at the moment. Yeah. So yeah, just keep on following that. Yeah, I hope and so. If you don't watch enough of it, then you'll definitely see more don't laugh challenges. Yeah, that's my new thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hopefully you make this. I want to make the channel bigger and I love doing this podcast but obviously it's quite hard to do and quite time consuming so it's something we want to work on and hopefully do more 
hopefully do a podcast in a week or two uh, to see if our predictions came true or anything came true yes. and what kind of stuff hopefully fingers crossed uh i hope you guys like the new format where i've got my webcam up and uh and basically do a lot of stuff on the fly at the moment um mm. but yeah it's uh i think it's, this has been fun i've really enjoyed doing the podcast with you as per usual uh, uh hopefully we'll do this again in a couple of weeks time if you guys enjoyed it let me know in the comments below and subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Uh, uh, I could do it one step better. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> also, happy pride. Yeah, happy pride. Uh, fuck the haters. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Dabbing those haters. <laughs> I'm dabbing, but you can't see it. I'm going. <laughs> Every time I dab, I lose twenty subscribers. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I still have that gif of you like dropping the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I need to work on. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, if you guys enjoy PlayStation content, I'm a, I'm, I'm a regular. I'm regularly on the PS We Trust podcast, the PlayStation podcast, as well. Uh, I'm I'm usually the voice of reason, the voice of the Xbox. People when they trash on Xbox, I'm usually there just to try and defend us a bit. Uh, so if you like to see him getting wasted by the other PlayStation, yeah, <laughs> watch the podcast. Wait. It's a lot of fun though. I, I, I really like those guys. Those guys are great. But anyway, uh, I think that's it for today. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed it. Uh, let us know and if there's anything you want us to change or add or whatever also let us know there any ideas for the podcast would be great and until next time too sweet bye bye thank you for listening to the x marks the box podcast follow me on twitter at potato chief or on youtube at potato chief or follow us on all podcast services thank you for listening